0: To heal and change us, and sharing your story can be transformative. This is a space to learn, grow, and lean into experiences that link us all together. Join me, your host, Sophia Fote, as we tap into the power within and around us. You're listening to Speak the Podcast. To talk about energy work today um, as a modality of healing and as a modality that completely changed my life. Um, To get the full scope of this story, we are going to have to go back pretty far. Um, Being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, I developed a lot of narratives about my worth and about. who I was and why those things were happening to me. My abuser was my father and I was in a home that was um, not emotionally safe and or physically safe. And so what children do when they experience traumas early on um, from caregivers is they draw conclusions because they have not separated themselves fully from their caregivers. They have not developed full autonomy. And so a natural inclination of abuse survivors um, of a young age, or even children that have been in homes where they didn't feel emotionally safe or where emotions weren't expressed, um, they take on a feeling like everything's my fault. This was all my fault. And somewhere deep inside, there must be something wrong with me or I must be bad. So I definitely was textbook when it comes to this, um, response and narrative within my body. I didn't recognize that it was there. Um, if you would have asked me like in high school or elementary school, I would have probably come across as confident, outgoing, um, and generally like liking myself. Um, but underneath everything, a lot of the things that I was doing were performative to kind of earn love and to earn likability and to earn um, that feeling of enoughness that I just didn't really truly feel on the inside. So the other side of the coin of this um, kind of lack of self-worth was developing some pretty some pretty serious patterns and habits of codependent behavior. So in my home growing up, codependency, I would say I was groomed for codependency. Um this idea that it was my job to tend and care for other people and their emotions. Um this was this was expected. This was um these behaviors were re- rewarded and i took that these jobs on very seriously um i was very parentified um i took on roles responsibilities and attitudes of kind of a caregiver to my parents um and this put me in a spot to develop some really um unhealthy patterns and so I felt, you know, if I could just, you know, put that cape on and rescue people, um, then I could be of some worth. So, I lived most of my life putting the cape on, inserting myself as a problem solver, um, fixing things, rescuing people, um, helping in all these ways, being this like extreme helper. But it took a toll on me. I viewed love as, you know, if you love someone, you throw yourself under the bus for them in an unhealthy way. That is what love is. That was what was rewarded in my, in my home, in my life. Um, and that's what I saw modeled. That's what, that's, that's what I knew. So where this really, um, was evident was in my familial relationships, so siblings and parents. Um, so fast forward now to about, I would say, six years ago. I am sitting in therapy with my therapist, and she gives me the suggestion to um, see an energy, um, an energy worker, someone that does. Um, energy work, emotion code, um, is what it's called. Emotion code, body code, and then another type of modality called a process. And so at this point I was deep in feeling anger for the first time, deep in grief, deep in, I was deep, I was in it. And so I was like, okay, if, if this is, you know, something that you think would be helpful, and this is my, um, therapist that I'd been working with um doing cognitive behavioral therapy and some EMDR. And so um I thought, you know, I trust this person and you know, she gave me this recommendation and I went ahead and called um this woman up. So um I go to my first appointment and it's all very different and new. Um my emotion code worker was also a music teacher. And so where she did the emotion code was also her um kind of her music studio in her house where she had all these pianos and all these things now this woman when I met her I mean she had this light about her she had just so much love Um, before the session she would set an intention and every practitioner is different but for her she it was a prayer and I could just feel the love that she had for me this stranger and how much she wanted to help help me heal And so what a session looked like, um, those first sessions, it looked like me kind of saying like, okay, kind of listing off maybe some things I was having trouble with. So like maybe, okay, sleep is kind of an issue. I'm having a lot of anxiety around this. Um, I'm feeling tension in this area. Or I don't know, I can't remember what I said, but you kind of list off the things that are affecting you at that current time. And then what she'll do, she'll use um, muscle testing to figure out which one is the most pertinent one that your body wants to kind of prioritize. So, um, if you're not familiar with muscle testing, it's like a form of kinesiology and you can, you can do it pretty easily. Um, Google it. There's lots of (laughs) different things where you can figure out what muscle testing is, but it's basically a way that we can tap into our own um subconscious and our kind of like our physical body are um the kind of computer system that stores everything about our bodies and then when you have a practitioner they're tapping into that um it's very interesting um scientifically based but can seem and feel kind of woo woo and different but i was i was here for it i was like all right well, i'm i'm open i'm open to this so we started working And what she would do is she'd pull up an emotion and then, um, so the, the whole idea of muscle testing or of, I'm sorry, energy work is finding and releasing these emotions that we trap throughout our lives. So the idea is that your whole energy field is like a garden and throughout your life, you're growing beautiful things, but then there's also weeds that come in. And so when we go through things that are hard or challenging, sometimes we can trap those emotions inside our energy field. And so the idea behind um, emotion code and energy work is is releasing those from the body and helping the body let them go. 99% of the time, our body is ready and willing to let these things go. Um, we just have to find them and kind of recognize them and then allow the body to to do what it's built to do, which is to release. So um, my first few sessions looked like letting go of a lot of abandonment, fears, different things. I had a lot of different emotions come up. Um, and then kind of lower on the totem pole were feelings of worthlessness. Um, these emotions kept coming up. And I remember after one session, I was going weekly at this point. And I remember after one session, she challenged me to look at myself in the mirror and to say, I love you. Or you're like, I'm here for you. I love you. Or something along those lines. And I just remember wanting to burst into laughter because I thought it was so absurd. Like I could not fathom looking at myself in the mirror saying I love you and meaning it like it just seemed so silly um but I think that moment was really telling for me of the lack of self-compassion and self-love that I did have because it just did not resonate the idea of saying those words did not resonate so I continued to go um and honestly, I'm not sure how many sessions it was. I probably was going for maybe two months or so. And I started to notice little, little shifts um, in this belief. It was almost as if this, my energy field had been like weeded enough that I actually, could, it, it was like I could stand a fighting chance to plant that seed of self-love. I could stand the chance and there was, it was clear, the ground was cleared enough that it could actually for once thrive. And so, slowly over this time, I started to hold space for this self love. She also did another kind of therapy that I mentioned earlier called a process. And this, I mean, I don't even think I can do it justice, but it's a lot of visualizing. You visualize the emotion color, shape, everything. Sometimes you visualize the place that you were when the emotion was trapped. So if it was trapped at age six or age seven, um, you could kind of think about yourself at that point in time. Um, and anyways, it's it's kind of like a guided, interactive meditation. I'm not really sure how to describe it. But um, through that session, and though, sorry, through those through that modality, I was really able to hand over a lot of that pressure that I felt to perform and to be this perfect child and to wear that cape and to just rescue and rescue and rescue until I just, you know, was giving my life for the people around me, but not allowing myself to breathe. And so, in those in that session, I had some really huge breakthroughs. I remember coming home one day after doing um, energy work and just talking about the new way that I felt, the way that I felt in my relationships, the way that I felt in all these, in this dynamic that I had developed and cultivated of, of codependency. And I remember my husband being just like, his eyes wide and he, he just was so surprised that I had taken on this new feeling of self-love and boundaries I had never practiced boundaries in my entire life to me boundaries were were not love boundaries was something you know to fence people off or hold people back or that wasn't that wasn't how you love people and so he is watching me in real time, um, kind of discover the the beauty of of autonomy and boundaries and kind of breaking these toxic cycles that I had. And it was kind of at this point where he became curious. He was like, "What is this?" And you know, and he even did some sessions um, and had really cool experiences. but and he's like kind of more in the skeptical what is this kind of category Um, but it was really cool because he could notice this difference in me so when I say this modality changed me it changed me I had functioned my whole life hustling for worthiness and love in this codependent unhealthy way and it changed me. I was able to cultivate and plant space in my in my heart for this self-love, which then allowed me to set healthy boundaries and to change my relationships and to change the way that I viewed um this love that's not throw yourself under the bus for people that you love. Um I could I could see it through completely different eyes. And the reason why I think this modality was so effective is because all these years I had been doing cognitive behavioral therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT is talk therapy and what you do in talk therapy is you are working with your consciousness and your thoughts and and trying to reframe and work with your thoughts and there are amazing tools and things from cognitive behavioral incredible and I've done and I've done it and I appreciated it but the thing about energy work was that it was working di- directly with my subconscious. And when you think about it, we are 95% subconscious, 5% conscious. So going in and saying, especially when there's trauma, especially when there's, um, you know, these developmental things that come in when you're young, it's like an ant trying to push a barge. Just think differently mind over matter, just push yourself, just, you know, change the way, you know, but when it lives in your body, when it lives in your subconscious, that is a different beast. And so I had been trying to push this barge over um, with the tools that I had and finding energy work was like this key it was this key it allowed me to tap into my subconscious, tap into all these emotions that I had carried tap in tap into my child' self and all these things that that I had taken on at these young ages and it allowed it allowed me to release those emotions, release those things those resonances those energies that my body was holding on to. I could feel it, but I wasn't aware of it. You know it shows up in different ways when it's in your subconscious it shows up in intention and in tightness in um feeling um kind of that fight or flight like there's danger here but there isn't danger here or um kind of in a need to um appease and soften the tone of the like these these kind of like knee-jerk reactions to pacify hard situations or to um avoid conflict these knee-jerk um, reactions that we don't even realize we have a lot of times they're built in the subconscious and I had all of this scaffolding of you know self-hate and codependency it was built throughout my scaffolding it built throughout all these experiences and things that I had gone through and so to go in and let go of those pieces and let go of those energies when I say it changed my life it really did um So, my practitioner, this wonderful woman um, who has all these modalities in her pocket and just does beautiful work, she kept kind of hinting to me, you know, you should do this. You should learn this. Um, You could do this, Sophie, she'd tell me when I'd go and work with her. Well, in the last year, I just decided, you know what? Why not? I'm pregnant with my fourth baby. I've got all the time in the world. (laughs) Not really. But I thought I can do this. And um, in further episodes, I can kind of talk about my why has a lot to do with my kids. And I can get more into that in um, in a different episode. But I really wanted to learn how to do this. So that I could work on myself, and that I could work on my children. So I am now trained in the emotion code, and I love this modality. I love it so much. Um, it really is such an amazing tool to have as a mother of deeply feeling children. Um, it's it's the best, and I I love learning about it. I love I'm I'm like a kind of a nerd. I loved school. I still love school supplies, like I love every anytime I get a chance to learn and be a student, it makes me so excited and So the chance to learn about this, how to learn about our subconscious and learn about tapping into these emotions and releasing these emotions, this was just so cool for me to learn. So I am now a emotion code practitioner. Um, I'm likely going to get trained in body code, which is kind of like the part two of that um specific modality. Um, I don't know if I'll get trained in a pro in the process, but I really do enjoy a lot of the visuals and the, and the way that, you know, that helps you release even more. Um, but man, you guys, there is something to this work. So right now, what I hope you can leave with as a listener is, you know, this idea that First of all, there's no magic pill. It doesn't all of a sudden. There's nothing that's just snap your fingers and everything's changed. There was work involved, but there are modalities out there that can really push your progress ahead, and for me, this was one of them. And so as a last thought, just be open. You never know where um Great healing will come from, and I'm just so glad that I was open in this mo- in in the moment that my therapist suggested um, doing energy work. That I was like, you know, I'll give it a try, because it changed me. It changed my life, and it changed the way that I view myself, and the way that I interact in my relationships. So, the final word: be open. You never know. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you feel like it, go ahead and click that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. And remember to speak your story.